0: What are you you singing to start off the show
1: today? Are you ready?
0: Not by myself. That was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. That was fucking legendary.
1: Baseball lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to the Grounds Crew, a podcast covering all things baseball. We're brought to you by Baseball Lifestyle.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Grounds crew. Uh, before we get started, as always, make sure you like and subscribe. Toss us a review. We appreciate your support. Gentlemen, it's good to have everybody back in God, the studio. God,
0: I fucking missed you.
2: Yes, I missed you. It's 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 been weird. we kind of been very busy, and I was out last week, and you were out two we, weeks before that. Yep. We had John on. So, whole squad's back together. Uh, a lot to talk about this week. We are pretty much about 15 games or so left in the season. Um, we're going to see a lot of... Like, the, the playoff race is really coming down to the wire. Um, before we get started, though, I have a, a, just something that happened last night that I wanted to talk about. From from one grounds crew to another. Uh, did, you, did you see this thing with the so Orioles? So, I heard about it, but I haven't seen the highlights of everything yet. All right. So, it basically, it's like the ninth inning, and it's about to rain. So, the grounds crew doing their job, hops on. They're, like, right behind the tarp, ready to toss it on there as soon as the game's over. Uh, the third base umpire, so their tarps on the first base side. Third base umpire comes running over to the other side of the field and ejects the whole grounds crew. They're like, get out of here. You're not doing your job right now. And, like, they're all, like, uh, just kind of, like, standing there awkwardly, like, standing on top of the tarp, essentially. And he's like, no, nope, get out of here. And then the Yankees ended up winning the game like so i guess it kind of made sense to not have them on the field but i just felt bad for them because they all were like oh shit we have to just run off the field and not even like the way they came in like they had to like run through like the right field gate and it just it was so awkward and they all kind of were just <clears throat> like uh, i guess so soon as game's over pours field gets soaked and they're kind of just like
0: damn you screwed us
2: yeah yeah so like what's what's your take on it by the ump? so i i get it because there was like 30 people and like they were in the field of play. Like, not all of them were behind the tarp. Some of them were sitting on the tarp. Like, it wasn't a good look. Um, so, I, I get it. Also, I get that they're trying to do their, do their job. So, maybe it's on them to kind of just be, like, ready to go at the gate, but not, like, where they were at. I don't know. It just – it definitely – I got what he was trying to do. Yeah. You know. Um, but whatever. It is what it is. I just felt bad for them, and I want to talk about Who, it. Who's the grounds Crew? Who's <laughs> – like, does the ump run that moment? Yeah, kind of. It's his, like he, I think – I guess he must be the crew chief probably just based on how he was the one taking control of it. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's also on them to, like, call the game. It's not the grounds crew. They kind of just offer their advice when it's like comes to the radar and the rain and stuff. Um, but, again, they're trying to finish the game. One out in the ninth inning. Like, just – guys just wait it out. <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I think that that's, that's an interesting
0: thing because, like you're saying, it ends up pouring after the game's over. And you have this situation where <clears> – <throat> The, the grounds crew needs to protect the players for the next game, mm-hmm. right? And it's not just about the grounds crew doing their job just today. Right. It's the extended job of, hey, are we going to get washed out of our next game because everything's all jacked up. Yep. Um, I feel like there had to be middle ground there. I feel like there has to be, like, protocol mm-hmm. that somebody effed up. Like some, there has to be some type of rule that already exists there that somebody like negated that right. that the 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 officiating crew uh, felt like they needed to
2: get everyone out. Right. I feel uh, like I've seen that before, though. Like I feel <clears throat> like I've seen like some of the grounds crew on the field. Like always. Right. I feel like this
0: is normal. That's why I'm yes, saying. Yes. That's like, why I wasn't that. What What was made him them like go and say like you absolutely everybody gone? Right. Um,
2: like was it because it was a big moment? Like it just. Odd. It was odd. Odd. I don't know. It, it was an interesting thing. I just wanted to bring it up because it was like, what Tried do you Try to doing? kick this grounds crew off the field. Watch yeah. what happens to you. Though. No. Heck no. These hands work. Uh, <laughs> so, first thing I want to get into. Uh, second thing. Second thing. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Uh, Giants and Dodgers just clinched this week. since, yes, since uh Since we last had an episode. Um, they haven't clinched a division, but they are clinched into the playoffs, whether it be wild card playoffs, or division. Yeah. Um, And I and I saw a tweet recently of the uh, and we talked about like the odds coming into the season. The Giants were almost like dead last of are they going to make the playoffs? I think Um, they were projected to be like a seventy win
0: team, and they were the first team to ninety.
2: Yep, yep, Yep. they are best team in baseball, and I'm definitely very excited. Looking at how the the playoffs are going to shape up, it's very possible just based on how the NL wild card looks right now with. The matchup being, as of this moment, the Dodgers would play the Cardinals it, should the Cardinals clinch, and then if the Dodgers win, then they would go on to play the Giants. Um, so definitely two teams So I'm, I'm going to love to see in the postseason. Um, and just kind of looking at everybody else's like magic numbers and stuff, the next people up that could potentially clinch are the White Sox, who we kind of knew is going to be a thing. The Rays after that, Houston. And the Yankees, the Yankees still have 16 games to go. To like clinch so it's going to come down to the wire for them they have to play really good yeah
0: I don't I don't we've we've had this conversation before the team that we said that was going to be the team that was going to get them is the team that I wanted the Aaron Judge trade to go through on was Toronto went out got Berrios Springer I think I'm pretty sure and Dennis can you look up Springer's numbers I'm pretty sure the last time I checked on Springer, he has almost 17 home runs or, like, 15-plus home runs, and he's only played in 60 games. So, like, it again, it goes back to he's a center fielder with so much pop and he missed so much of the
1: season. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us what it is. 17 home runs, 37 RBIs in 62 games. <clears throat> plus his OPS? Got to be close to 880.
0: Uh, try 898. So, again, Damn. legend. Um, so, like— that dude's been a stud, but he missed so much of the early part of the season. And then you take into account that they go and they get Berrios. And now all of a sudden, I look at this Toronto Blue Jays team and I go, hold, hold, hold on a second. You've got five super legit players in your lineup every day. Mm-hmm. Super legit. Um, Bo Bichette was an all-star, Yeah, right? Springer has been incredible when he's played. His problem was he was hurt for the first half of the year. Right. You have a guy in any other year who would be an MVP, right? Mm-hmm. And who who, am, who else am I forgetting? Who's hey, Oscar who's, Hernandez? No, who's their other second? Who's like this their second baseman? Kevin Vigio. Um, and somebody else on their team is actually their best hitter. Can you pull up the stats? Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon. Simeon. Oh, yeah, Simeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simeon's like been one of their best, like. And then you added Barrios, And what's happened in the second half? They've won. Destroying. They beat Robbie up on Ray, the Yankees.
2: Very easily could be the Cy
0: Young. Yep. You you beat up on the Yankees. And now you're sitting in a situation where
2: they're they're gonna be close to making the playoffs. I mean, just to I know I, we kinda glossed over to Oscar, but he's batting three oh six with hundred and three RBIs right now. So
0: That team is nuts again. Ridiculous. So this goes back to the this goes back to the other thing about that division in general. Mm-hmm everybody's numbers look stupid because it's accidental sometimes when you hit home runs in that division, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to play how many games the teams play against each other, 18 games or something like that in in your division. Mm -hmm. So you play, you play nine games at Yankee stadium. You play nine Mm -hmm. games, right? Against the Red Sox. You play nine games against the Orioles at where they play, bro. You, you accidentally bop shots. Yep. And like, I think that's one of the things that, that, that division, like everybody hits because also everybody's slugging, everybody's everything is crazy. Yep. Like how many dudes on, the, on Toronto, uh, Dennis, have a, an OPS that's over 800?
2: It's got to be a bunch. And here's the thing, too. like, If Toronto and the Yankees face off on the wild card, you're going to get Robbie Ray versus Garrett Cole, two pretty, the top two Cy Young guys, in my opinion, Dope. for the AL. So that game's going to be epic, um, assuming the Yankees hold on. But then, <laughs> like, So, so how, do, how do the Yankees even enter
0: the
1: fold? What was the benchmark you wanted?
0: Over eight hundred OPS.
1: They have six guys over eight hundred. That's
0: freaking ridiculous. Dude, this team is the this is like this team looks like the one I wouldn't want to play.
2: Oh, definitely.
0: I, if I told you and you're an American league team and there's a team you don't want to play, it's the Toronto Blue Jays. You got to be hoping.
2: And the end of the season is. is the pray for the Yankees, man. Their last three series are against the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays. So, like, the Yankees are out, right? The that's Yankees. A, that's tough. The Yankees are out.
0: And I'd have to assume all
2: of them are in that situation. So, even if they all be. So, beat- the, the, Ra- the Red Sox and Blue Jays and Yankees are all tied for the wild card right now. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've loved this season. It's it's this been, so much, been fun. so much fun with oh, so many things. Yep. And you know what, maybe it's the fact that we have this amazing show that you guys show up and listen to all the time mm-hmm. that uh, we, we've had so much fun with it. Yeah. But man, I mean, so many so many interesting storylines this year mm-hmm. about everything that's going on. Yeah, I mean, listen, like the, the the Yankees had that hot 12 and 0, now they're back down to earth and yep. they they're 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 kind of in a, in a dead zone. Now, my question is, does Toronto right now, do they have the lead in the season series? Because really, it's also going to come down. If they end up tied, Toronto would be in.
2: Ooh, I'm not sure about that.
0: So whoever has the season series would be the team that gets it. Right? right. So ultimately, these games at the end of the year, even if you win against somebody else or, or things move around, if you finish with the same record as somebody, but they have the season series against you, mm-hmm. you're shot. You're SOL. Right. Um. So like they're super 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 interesting, but again, who would you rather play? If
2: you were another team, would you rather go against
0: the Yankees or would you rather go against Toronto right now? The Yankees.
2: I'd rather face the Yankees, 100%, right? Percent, like, especially if your bats are hot and you, and you may, like the odds are like their odds are there that you may not face Cole. Yeah, and you can go in there and just bop a couple who, hits. Who's the who are the other pitchers you're afraid of? Right, Toronto, they've been putting Andrew Heaney out there every week.
0: <laughs> t- Toronto's going to go to a situation where they've got two legit guys who can pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I've been, I've been having Dennis look for every stat in the world right now. Um, but, like, Berrios, what's his... Uh, why, do I, why, why do I keep saying Berrios? I'm, I'm thinking uh, with the Jets right now. Um, but uh, with um, his number since he got traded to Toronto we have split stats i'm gonna pull up split stats on him but um we they, they made the trade for pitching and that that changes your outlook because now you're looking at it and like dennis pulled up you got six dudes with an 800 plus ops yep oh comp that out to the yankees who am i afraid of at the yankees it's not, right
2: like their bullpen's been shaky too so like but like an 800 plus somebody.
0: ops who's got an 800 plus ops there on the yankees three guys probably yeah right like if I'm really really like getting down into this I don't think that there's that many guys that I'm really worried about
2: listen their their top three four pitchers there are Hyunjin Ryu, Robbie Ray, Jose Barrios that's who you're going to see repeatedly in the playoffs that's ridiculous
0: again I I think they're going to end up being the team we called it at the all-star break that that's one of the teams we thought Mm -hmm. was going to make the move I, I loved that they went out got the 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 pitcher that they needed to really solidify what they are there. We we talked about when Springer comes back around and is finally healthy and he missed almost the entirety of the first half and he's been there in the second half. And when he's been there, he's produced at an amazing level. Um, Toronto's interesting. Toronto is super interesting. Um, So like looking at the NL, I, I, again, I stand by, it's all the Dodgers. I I love the giants. I said last week on my, on my individual show Mm -hmm. um, that this is the same thing as the the Knicks from this past year in the NBA. Mm-hmm. They played at 100% effort all year, so they beat the teams who are coasting, mm-hmm. right? Like hey, tonight tonight we're going to come out with 88% effort and we're going to sit a guy, and the Knicks won, and they won and they won and won. And then you get to the postseason everybody's turned up to 100 mm-hmm. and you just don't have the juice right. to do it anymore. I feel like that has to be say, like the the Giants when they go when they go against the Dodgers. Like the Dodgers at this point like your biggest concern was the Padres, even at the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point in time, you've already clinched.
2: You're you're still fighting for this last little bit, but who's beating you? Yeah, it, I'm. I am definitely curious how the Giants transition to the postseason, and I think it's mainly because, and this is kind of why they've been thriving all these years. They've been having all their veteran guys like play to like what what they should be at, at, at like their top end. So I am definitely curious if they have that other level, or if have they just been playing this high-quality baseball that is just going to continue on, and that's and that's going to be enough to keep helping them win. But I do also think it's interesting, and I talked about this on my individual show. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals have snuck their way into the second wild card spot, yes, and they made their move at the at the deadline, getting Lester, which I think was big for them, um, and they've been swinging it extremely well, and everybody's just been playing good. And seeing the Mets play them this week. It, I also like really, it just kind of, I forgot about the fact that they have like 20 gold gloves between their entire team. And I mean, that's it's a little ri- unfair. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. A li- it's a little
0: unfair on counting that, though.
2: No, it is. That's the real number. Yadi's uh, no, I got, got know it so is. many of
0: them. Yadi's got so many of them, and he's, 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 he's got like 19.
2: Fine. <laughs> Arenado
0: has, listen, like Arenado's, Arenado's Schmidt. I think that's, I think Arenado's one of the big, like, he, there was a lot of questions of, are Arenado's numbers inflated by playing in Colorado? Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And there's always been that talk of how good really is a player. He, yeah, he got this, Arenado's been a stud. He has always been a great defensive player. Mm-hmm. He's put himself on the map that, you know, he's a superstar player officially, um, because it's not just that he has those inflated numbers. He's he's that guy. Dennis has a smile on his face, like he's got something to drop on us. What this. do you got, D? So so,
1: so Yadi has nine gold gloves. So that means there's only eleven, which is still relatively high, I'd say, for the rest. I believe of the it's team. eight
2: with Arenado, two with <clears> Goldschmidt, and then one with O'Neill in left field. I believe that is the breakdown. But then also like the rest of their defense, their defense is solid. Like you got Bader in center, um, you got Edman. Uh, oh my goodness! I forget. I'm kind of getting their right fielder's name, but he's solid, and they like the team all around. is Just great defensively, which has helped them tremendously get them to where they are. And their bats have always been pretty good. So now the Cardinals also have a pretty difficult s- schedule down the stretch. They have the Brewers and the Padres back to back these next two series coming up, which could set them back more or put them ahead more. So, I, like- but this
0: this also starts coming into those moments of what is a team still playing for? Yep. Right, and the question is: Is when you get to the point, like, are the Padres
2: still playing? The Padres are only one game out of the wild card. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. All of these, se- it's amazing tight. how many series are matter. But do right you but do you look at the NL
0: right now and you look at those teams and go, they're really good? Uh not really. They're all kind. Of, they like all the, have a lot of flaws. The, the Mets, the Mets series against the Cardinals, almost looks like they got lucky two out of three times. Kind of, yeah, because like, they're also playing the Mets, who are right, just who so just hit can't get out of their own way, yeah. right? Like, but you still almost lost, and then like you look at last night, the the and, and it looks like okay, they got beat up pretty good, and like it was a sizable lead. Well, down I think fourth uh, uh, seven to three, mm-hmm. um, or or it was eight to three at that point. Alonso got robbed of a home run, yeah, was right, crazy. with two guys on. Yep. So like that game, completely different vibe. There's mm-hmm. all the, so like when I looked at the Car- like when I look at the Cardinals I just go <clears throat> right the Padres to me still scare you because if they make it you feel like they have some talent they had that that uh Tatis was gone for a little while they have a good pitching staff they haven't had the same issues that the Mets have had in terms of health mm-hmm. um but man I, like if you're if you're on one of these teams it's kind of like you expected to be there mm-hmm. if you know you're knocked out soon are you
2: shutting it down mentally I'm, I'm sure it's definitely crossing some guys' minds, but I mean, I, I feel like if you got like yeah. what, let's say 15 games just for fun, like Philly's only three back in the wild card, yep. Cincinnati, a game and a half back. Like, I think most of these guys are going to be pushing till the very end just because of how close everybody is. If you take your foot off the gas, somebody's just going to get ahead of you just enough where you're going to come a game short at the end of the season.
0: But I guess, I guess my, my frustration is I keep hearing the Mets players talk about, you know, we just need to get hot. And I'm like, you guys have been a losing team
2: for sure since June. But the, the problem is they're not entirely wrong as much as I hate that as a Mets fan because it's just keeping us all on the hook. No, all, all I'm, I'm have, off. I'm off the hook. I'm, no, listen. I, I'm totally disillusioned. I, I really am out of faith at this point. I've, I've had a ton. You, I've been very positive. Are you
0: with me that, that Roas is gone? 100%. Like the day this season's
2: over? 100%. Gone? Donzo. Deuces? Gone. It's It's time. He's not the guy. He's not the guy, and and I think they they gave him whatever they, they, they a year you know, the and a short half season, and, and listen, it's all good, but we need real leadership. Ooh, damn, new... Sandy's not a real leader. Love that. Oh, Sandy was never supposed to be the GM anyway. That's the thing. Is the and so like, the... he even admitted he's like, I was not supposed to be the GM. Like I am supposed to be the president operations. Like somebody else got to do the baseball stuff.
0: The uh, we again on my on my personal show, uh, without you, one of my my big points is the Mets need to blow it up because they have a problem that they don't tell the truth to themselves or others. Mm-hmm. They've got a culture issue. They're hiring bad people to do roles that are important for what this team is. There is too much in the management of the team that is broken. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can keep Sandy. Like I, I'm ultimately at the mind now that Sandy hired Callaway. Sandy was the guy who was involved in Baltron, mm-hmm. right? Like Sandy hired these GMs who <laughs> all got popped. Like, Sandy you're like if when I start laying this all down man like you're that dude
2: I don't disagree with you I, I don't really care if he stays or not I think it's a comfortability thing for Cohen I th- but I also I, am think like,
0: he's co- I, I think he's comfortable now I this, I agree I, guys, I, I if you watch the show billions would Bobby Axelrod continue to allow this to function no sir no Bobby would not
2: I, I'm all for a completely clean house let's, let's start it. fresh and and go ahead because I think we do have a lot of the pieces. I think we still need some stuff in the offseason and I hope Steve gets the right GM and opens up the pockets and go get some some great players. Um, but I'm I'm out on the Mets this season, unfortunately. I'm out. Um, and Barrios has been better in the second half than the first half, yep. by the way.
0: Yeah. Pulled those stats up. Three three uh three three four ERA in the second half, three four eight in the first half. The biggest difference though is his strikeouts a walk ratio was three six eight in the first half. It's six Plus, in the mm-hmm. second half, uh, he's just been more dialed in. He's been in the right zone. Again, Toronto is that team I'd be worried about if I'm anybody in the American League. Yeah. They'd, they've been top, a lot top of to those. bottom, they have everything. And then when you talked about it, the White Sox are one of the teams that are going to make it. They made postseason moves at the deadline. Yep. All right, we're going to go out. We're going to lock down our bullpen. We're going to make sure we're ready for these games where mm-hmm. every run matters. And, you know, fifth inning you're pulling your starting pitcher because you're going to a, a dominant bullpen. And, listen, they have two
2: guys at the top of their rotation that are easy-side candidates. Right. So, And they'll probably get Houston in, in the first round, which I think will be a great matchup. Great. Houston's um, so seasoned in the playoffs at yep.
0: this point that, like, you can't discount them as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're going to have to bring the noise every single time.
2: Yep. And I think they're kind of a – they're a similar team to the Giants in that way of like having so much playoff yep. experience. I think they are a little—they're a little bit younger, have a little more high-end uh, yeah. upside uh, with some of their talent, especially with like Correa and Altuve. Um, but we'll see there. I'm super curious what your thoughts are for Cy Young picks, and the reason I'm curious about that is especially because of the NL, because there are ridiculous numbers at the top. Do you do you have an opinion on who who stands out to you?
0: Honestly. Especially this year, I feel like more so than the the shortened year where everybody was like, "Who should it be?" Mm-hmm. Like that year, I still think like Degrom got hosed. He should have been the guy. He was playing against the harder level of competition, comparable to the other guys. When you look at who they were pitching against, yep. a guy like Trevor Bauer, he already this year before he got axed and wasn't allowed to play the rest of the year. Um, the the dude was not the pitcher he had been. The yep. year before, when he was playing in one of the weakest rotation divisions in, in, out there. The Mets were playing against the AL East and the NL East. Yep. He, DeGrom was having to go against legit, legit dudes. My my thing with this year is, there's so many guys who are all having really, really good seasons. Mm-hmm. And you could make me an argument of why any of them are the guy. Yep. My only thing I would say to you is, the only guys who I would not choose are any guys who were spider tag guys cuz we can't forget that right? right like a guy like Garrett Cole is out you, you can any number you want to show anything you want to do mm-hmm. right like some of your numbers this year are fake like numbers for your first month of the season it was early on it was definitely but some early, of your but... you had four or five starts that are fake yeah right mm-hmm. so if i if i can chuck those out and then all of a sudden your ERA goes up by 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 a point 25 to a point 5 mm-hmm i gotta make that's what you're what you were right like i I can't listen to what you were before that um that's my only thing other than that there's too many good performances this year for me to even say like i have any any clue because there's so many people who i would be like hmm lance Lynn." everybody's like "Ooh, lance yeah like does he deserve does he deserve it because like he it just kind of came out of nowhere
2: Mm Mm-hmm. what's your thoughts oh it's I, i totally agree with you it's so hard um especially for for me the al i think is a little bit easier i want to lean towards robbie ray on this one i just i think he's been he, he hasn't been in the topic of of oh has he been cheating has mm-hmm. he been doing whatever and i think it's a similar to a lance lynn of he's always been like pretty good but now he's having this like electric year and it's like all right this is this is your this is your time to shine like you've been You've been doing all the all the good stuff, and you're actually like putting it out there. You're the, you're the guy. Um, I don't know, like him and Lance Lynn are definitely up there for me. I don't have it as Cole because it's kind of tarnished for me as well. Well, so um, I, I pulled up Cole's numbers between first half and second half. Okay. Um, and second half he's a
0: two nine ERA. First half he was a two six eight. The other thing that changed is in the first half his strikeout to walk was a. Uh, a 5-3 uh, in, the, in the second half where am I at oh excuse me his strikeouts a walk in the first half was a 6-6-8 six, six, in the second half it was a 5-1 so he's walking more people comparable to how often he's getting the strikeouts which again you're your control isn't what it was before. Mm-hmm. The the runs are up, right? Like all the batting average against is up. The on base percentage is up. Your slugging percentage is up. OPS yep. is up. Now listen, Garrett Cole is still one of the best pitchers in the game. Hundred percent. Right? But to me, Garrett Cole's out. Yep. Um, I can't. You 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 can't take the whole the whole thing together. I got to look at him as a second half guy, and he's close to a three, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lance Lynn's looking at a two five ERA, ten and four on the season. Pitching for White Sox, who you know were not necessarily going to be considered that team before the year started, mm-hmm. and now they're that team. So I, I have to give it to him that he's doing it in that moment that matters.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think I am still going to lean more towards Robbie Ray on this one, also because of the competition he faces more consistently, and he's he's uh, got them in ERA, he's got them in Ks, like. Well, so Robbie Lance Ray Lynn's got a better a better I think ERA. It, I think it's because he missed time that it's not. Uh, he's not like. Um, Eligible? Eligible. I think that's what it is. So that's is.
0: my thing. Is he going to be eligible by the time the season ends, or will he not be eligible by the time the season
2: ends? Uh, I'm not sure how many starts he has left. Because that's always the that's what, always how the tricky How many starts has he had? Do you have do you have that up? Twenty five starts for Lance Lynn. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's so got still
0: pretty. He's solid. got 140 innings pitched though. Right? Okay. Right. And then you look at a guy like Robbie Ray, and Robbie Ray's got 177. So that's my point. Like, yeah, yeah. What's really the difference? So, so. Robbie Ray has a higher war, but his war is, is more because he played more games. Right. So, ultimately, he had more opportunities to accumulate what that was. He has mm-hmm. more innings. He has more everything else. Uh, Robbie Ray's got 233 strikeouts in those 170. Uh, Lance Lynn's only got 160 in the 140. So, again, uh, R- Robbie's got him in strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I- I'm with you probably, Robbie Ray, looking at the, the whole body of work. The challenge to me is it goes back to the same thing. I think one of the things when we're looking at the stats and we're looking at everything else is you do have to weight things based off of what it meant, right? Mm -hmm. And ultimately, like, the White Sox are are wire-to-wire, have been a really good team. They've been in that moment. And when is the time where you get pulled out of a game or you have this happen or you have this happen? Because winning matters so much early, right? And you have other teams who, hey, you know, we went through the beginning of the year, we were okay. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know what, like... We, I got to stay out there and I got to do more because winning wasn't as big of a deal. Right. Now I'm okay, we're in the race. Now it's important. Mm-hmm. Guys who year round are having to play like every game is like we got to win as many games as possible. I feel like the stats are always going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is the Mike Trout, Mookie Betts thing that we've talked yeah. about multiple times on the show.
2: Yeah. And I think it is too. Like they like you're saying, like their division, like yes, they were like before the season even started, we knew they were the best team. Yep. And their division's always the softest. <laughs> yeah. It's always like, Easy to win, pretty yep. much, um, and I agree with you. Like, if you look at the other guys, even in the NL, for example, the top five guys in ERA are Scherzer, who's been on the Dodgers for half the season. And, and but the that's Nats. my
0: thing. He was he was on a bad Nationals team, yeah. But right? but
2: they were still like sort of uh, in the hunt, right? In the early, you know, early sure, part of the sure. season. But I agree with you. Scherzer fine. Corbin Burns has been had to. They got to win. Yep. Bueller. Yep. Woodruff. Gosman. They all knew that they needed to win. Who's your time? NL? Ooh. I'm I'm definitely leaning towards Bueller, but it's close for me. It's it's close for me between Bueller, Gosman, and Zach Wheeler, and I feel like Zach Wheeler's getting overlooked a lot because his ERA is not as crazy. Again, you play
0: ha- your half. Your games are in the smallest mm-hmm. park in the National League East. Yep. So like you're gonna have some moments where you end up letting up stuff. Yep. That I, I don't know is the same. The only thing I'll say about Bueller and why I would give it to Bueller. Because the R.A. is still a 2.86, which is amazing. Like <laughs> but what, what's Bueller's? Bueller is a 2.32. Two. He's a 2.32, two and he's in the same division as the San Francisco Giants and the Padres. Yep. So ultimately, when I look at the weight of the entire thing, not only is your team one of the top five teams in all of baseball, not only is your team the the second team to clinch overall. Even though you're in a division where the first team that clinch is ahead of you mm-hmm. and they're in your division, so that's insane. Um I, I think it's just too much. You know, it's too much there that, that Bueller deserves it. Yeah. And the shame of everything is going to be, and this is like like truly what we all are gonna have missed out on, is the best pitcher of this season mm-hmm. was none of the people who are gonna win. And who's your pick for that? The best pitcher on the season was Jacob deGrom. That's true. And he's got a one ERA in almost 100 innings pitched. Yep. And he has a 5-war, which is better than Lance Lynn's war. And he has pitched 50 less than innings.
2: Yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. He had 146
0: he, strikeouts in 92 innings. It was he ridiculous. He was on pace for over 300 strikeouts this year as a starting. So, again, like as good as we just said Robbie Ray is, he, would, he was dusting
2: Robbie Ray's strikeout rate. Where he was dusting everybody he was so, he was putting together like if he finished the season with whatever pace he was for everything yeah if he finished the season with 30 starts it was top could possibly be the best season ever like he could have finished oh, with, yeah. with absurd numbers. his era plus his era plus
0: is a is a 370 right so to put that in perspective uh Robbie Rays era plus is 167. Uh, Robbie Ray's FIP is a three three seven. Jacob Degrom's ERA uh, FIP is a one point two three. So like, it's not close. It, it, again, it's a, and that's the downside. I know Jake's hurt and everything else. Um, we watched potentially the best pitcher pitch history, and you're not going to put this in the in the
2: Gibsons and the Pedros and the everything else because of the injury that popped up. I think. I could see if, like, sometime down the road there being, like, a documentary or something about, like, the greatest season that never happened. Kind Why, of not Why not us? Why not us? Why not us? Why not us? Stay tuned, I guess. Um, and while we're talking about stuff that people should win, but won't be winning, <laughs> Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is working on a possible triple crown. Yep. And he is not going to win the MVP, at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I, I, and
2: that's insanity. I, uh,.
0: I've seen a lot of stuff about Vlad. Um, it, it's one of the best hitting seasons in history. Mm-hmm. He's got over 1,000 OPS. He's got 45 home runs, which I'm pretty sure leads the league that now. That does lead the league. Um, yeah, he, he's been incredible, and he's been everything that he was ever supposed to be at the ripe old age of 22 years old. <laughs> um Again, I, I think that right now in the league, to say who the best outfielder who's under the age of 24 is is very difficult, mm-hmm. especially with Tatis moving to the outfield now. You have Tatis in the outfield, Soto, Vlad Guerrero, Acuna. Go ahead, pull up Soto.
1: No, Soto's having a great year, but Vlad, I... One second.
0: I, Dennis, Dennis was
1: had a, had a face like I
0: was
2: crazy when I said the name Juan Soto. Can you Soto. do me a favor while Dietz is pulling up these stats? Can you pull up Juan Soto's second-half stats? Because that's so, stupid. So they're hold on, ridiculous. hold on, hold
0: on. So I'm just giving you Juan Soto's entire year. Sure. Juan Soto's entire year, he has a 983 OPS, and we're thinking that he has a down year, age 22. Yep.
1: He's he has even-
0: 120 walks in 578 yes. plate appearances. Yep. He has an on base percentage of 457. His slugging is down, and he only has 25 home runs this year because they're pitching around him on a Nationals team where he didn't need to. Dietz, go ahead. Drop, drop your knowledge, bud.
1: Vlad's an infielder.
0: When did Vlad switch? What? He, he plays first. I thought he was always playing. No, you're I thinking, thought he was playing you're outfield. you're thinking of senior, bro. I'm I'm, I'm drunk. <laughs> I thought they said he got too big and they moved him to the outfield. No,
2: they got him too. They, he's got Atlanta. too big and
0: moves him to first base. My Lanta. So yeah, you're right, guys. Not enough coffee. For not me enough coffee. Dad. It happens. Not enough coffee for me in the year of 2021. It seems because <laughs> there's just things I'm out here. Not but yeah, Soto's whatsoever. been
2: ridiculous in the fact that he's not even in the conversation. So you, you said P's. first half, second half. That's yeah. what you wanted to pull up on.
0: Eleven seventy four OPS, a six fifty slugging. His on base percentage has been five twenty four. That's the second half. That's the second half. What's his average? His average in the second half? Yeah. Three sixty one. <laughs> um, so again, before the season started, he was my guy that I looked at and I said. Soto might be the best player in the game mm-hmm. and Soto's got Barry Bonds vibes that second half is the Barry Bonds vibes yep right? the and walk like, numbers of Barry Bonds vibes the walk numbers absolutely I mean he in, in 60 in, in 56 games he played in in the second half he has 62 walks so he's walking better than once a game yep right so and that, again he, his on base percentage is 524 what was what was Barry's like on base percentage in those like Nutty well, years, 150 walk years. Like what was what were like those 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 big numbers? So he had 132 walks in 126 games. So that, yeah, that's 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 Barry Bonds. Soto is Barry Bonds. Only he's not early Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. He's, late, he's Barry Bonds late Barry Bonds at 22. Yep. Oh my God! That's I'm insane. calling it right now. MVP of the league next year. Juan Soto. I'll call it today. That's,
2: that's uh, he very was reasonable. he was
0: one of my guys for it this year. It's Juan Soto.
2: Oh, that's so crazy. He is Barry had 230 walks in 2004. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. That's
1: absurd. Well,
2: so Eddie batted 360.
1: His OPS was uh, 1.422 that year too.
0: Oh my lord! So the the so in in the year that he walked 232 times in and 2004, his season. on base percentage was 609. So, what did I just say that Soto's is in the second half?
2: Four or something? No, no if higher, five, five sixty-two something? or
0: something like that. That would be the second best on base. That would be the third best on base percentage for Barry Bonds in his career. And the, the times that were over it was the year after he hit seventy three home runs, because everybody just decided we're not going to let you hit seventy three home runs yeah. anymore. But his OPS in two thousand and four was fourteen twenty two. It's gross. It's gross. So, again, when people are like, oh, man, Mike Trout is so good, just remember, he's not in the top ten.
2: Yep. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It
0: can play out however it wants. I do
2: think – and, like, I love watching Soto, too, because it's very interesting how he's gotten even better as the season's progressed and then like you- like you're saying he could easily be an MVP candidate next year and probably every year he plays just because of if he continues to layer on and just get better it's going to be absurd how good he is.
0: So then let's 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 add this let's let's throw this on the on the pile. Sure. Did they get rid of Trey Turner so that they can offer Soto in this offseason the Tatis contract? I don't think they're offering money yet to be honest with you. If they don't sign the Tatis contract, is he a New York player?
2: It's a great. It's a great question, Bill. I, what's? It, I think he has a couple more years of arbitration and stuff before it even would come up. For sure, know. for sure. But he's he's rapidly
0: approaching it. He's been up. This is his fourth year. Let's find out. And he has enough plate appearances in his rookie year for him to qualify as that being a full season. Oh, definitely, I, yeah. I believe. Right, unless he was a, a, a later call up. He's but not he a. Played, f- He played 116 games in 2018. If if you play 116 games and that didn't count as a full season towards your eligibility, Mm
2: -hmm. MLB is broken. Bro, he has he has three years of arbitration.
0: Like that's nuts. It's crazy. So that means that they didn't count his 2018 19 year old season. They didn't count that. What you know what? It's probably whenever they brought him in. But that's what I'm saying. So he played 116 games and he had a 923 and they they had a 923 OPS. (laughs) He had 494 plate appearances and 22 home runs as a 19-year-old. And they didn't count that season?
2: Yep. It's broken. F baseball, man.
0: that's broken. That is so broke. So, yeah, like, force your trade to the Mets. Right? Like, force the trade to the Mets. I'll give you everything that I was going to give for Trout. And I'll sign you for $40 million a year.
2: I would love that. I would love to see Juan Soto and right field. Oh my God. he wants
0: it, right? We talked about this
2: earlier in the season <sighs> with those those tweets
0: that he had to. I add. don't know. He had to apologize for some yeah. stuff. He had to take things down. He had to move stuff around. Like there was a lot of finesse, and now they're not offering him this money. Like, how do you not yeah. offer Juan? Like Juan Soto has has been. I mean, he's a- definitely the
2: guy that they at least are showing that they want to build around. Are they? They they moved everybody off the team except him. Then well cuz how
0: do you trade him? What's the value?
2: The Moon. But what so
0: my point is what team <laughs> offered The Moon this season?
2: Well, I mean, in the, s- in the scheme off, right? of all the trades, like the Dodgers gave the closest to The Moon with their highest rated pick. But well, right, but uh, my point is prospects.
0: for for The Moon, they got Trey Turner and they got Scherzer.
2: Right. And when
0: you look at Trey Turner, all he's been is a borderline MVP candidate. And he's moved off position and still bat three fifteen plus for the Dodgers. And so a
2: Cy Young and a, and a possible MVP candidate was worth two like two top tier players. Yes. So what is a guy who is still cost controlled for three more seasons?
0: Yeah. Yes. Three more seasons. Who at the end of that will only be twenty six.
2: What is that worth? I,
0: but that's my got, point. So you Nobody traded Trey had Turner that. was
2: one. You had one more year of of control. But there's no way to. There is no way in the world
0: any team had the cachet who was still in it mm-hmm. to make a trade then. Right. And then any team who wasn't in it, why would you do the trade in the middle of the of the, of the year? Right. Right. You wouldn't. So like they couldn't trade Soto. So there's got to be two things that have to happen. You have to sign him to a Tatis this offseason, or that's the red flag to me that. That he doesn't want to be there, or they don't think he wants to be there, and he wants to move on, and he wants to go to a place he wants to go to. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think he follows in Harper's footsteps? I am curious. So, Harper was that guy for Washington. Right. And Harper left.
2: That is the thing. I feel like people are, like, forgetting that, is that Harper, Harper was Harper was the phenom. He was the king. Like he, he and came Harper up still was sells more gone. jerseys than anybody else. Yep. He's in the
0: MVP conversation this year. He's only 28 years old, and he was allowed to walk a couple of years ago by by, by this team. Same yep. exact circumstances. Yep. So if anybody's thinking that it's crazy that Juan Soto is not going to be a, a national in three years, you are not paying attention to history. Yep. And and you want to talk about guys who love being nationals and didn't want to go. Scherzer accepted being a Washington National more than anything else. The mm-hmm. guy, hey, bud, we're going to trade you. We'll see you later. Trey Turner. Trey Turner is coming up on a contract as one of the best shortstops in the game, and you moved him. Like, he's not old. How old is Trey Turner for me, Dennis? Like, Trey Turner is not an old player. I like say 26, maybe. He might be not, 28. Not even. even if he's 28, yeah. I don't – like, you're, you're a 28-year-old guy who's still cost-controlled. Like, It's the Daniel Murphy situation.
1: Mm -hmm. He's 28, just turned 28. in Cool.
0: So this was his age 27 season, right? That's how baseball does that stuff. So in his age 27 season, you traded him, and you have control of him still. Yep. You're telling me you don't anticipate being a team that's competitive next year. So now this comes down to, but when you had money and we didn't have a pandemic, you were willing to let Bryce Harper walk. And you only let Bryce Harper walk for $29 million a year. Is that what he's making? Yep. $28, $29 $28, like $29 million a yeah, year? Yeah. So you were allowing Bryce Harper to walk for what amounts to not that much money. You're now seeing an escalating amount of money, and you just showed me that your team wasn't really making bank post after the. Not after even 26. Huh? 26. 26 million. So you let Bryce Harper, MVP candidate, walk for $26 million a year. You now have every. Like uh, 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 Lindor. Lindor is not as good of a player at the time he signed in terms of fandom as a guy like Harper. He might have been a better player,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but he wasn't bringing butts to seats like Harper was. Right. And what did he what did what did Lindor sign for? $34 million dollar, $340 million yeah. over 10 years. Yeah. So, you're paying $8 million more a year for Lindor than they are paying for Bryce Harper. What is Juan Soto going to want by the time you get to that level? And I just don't see now the Nationals even pulling that
2: trigger. Do you think Juan Soto is a better player than Harper was yes. at this point. Yes. 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 Okay. Cool. Yes. So you think he's going to command more money than Harper? Absolutely. What would you pay him for a ten-year deal?
0: Uh, for what? What's Trout's deal? Something in the forties. Whatever Trout's deal is, that's a deal I'm giving Juan Soto. And that's including the fact that I'm buying My out. truck is thirty-five a year. But he he signed for how many years? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. So he had he had he ended up getting the 400 million dollars over 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm signing I'm signing Juan Soto to the deal that allows me to reasonably pay him 35 million dollars a year for the next decade and change. Mm-hmm. Because right now was his age 22 season. Let's assume that he ages better than a guy like David Wright. Yeah. Okay. I, could, I could see that David's happening. last real time that he played a lot of games. He was thirty-two, mm-hmm. so that's ten years from now. And he, we are, let's assume because the universal DH is going to be in place, that Soto is going to ne- get an opportunity to relax his body a little bit more and just go be a savage in the box, mm-hmm. right? Soto at that point in time is going to play at least at a high level till he's thirty-five, easily, with how good his hit tool looks. Yep, right. Mm-hmm. So if I signed him for $12 million a year this offseason at $35 million a year, that's a $415, $420 million deal? I would do that tomorrow. What has he shown you that makes you think, oh, you know what, like, I should do something else. I shouldn't give him that deal. Um, No,
2: absolutely nothing. I totally agree with you. And also, the fact that he is an outfielder, for his sake, uh, the ceiling... Unlike... Vlad Guerrero Jr., who is not an outfielder. Who is not an outfielder, that's correct. Who the fact that he that. is an outfielder allows him to say, hey, these comparable players have way higher contracts. I want this money. Whereas Lindor setting the bar where he did, I actually don't think any shortstop that signs this offseason is to get something at even close to that. I think that was way out of what if, – if the Mets had actually waited to this offseason – to put together that contract, I, I don't think it would be anywhere near what it is. Especially because like the first the first shortstop who's even been offered a deal was Correa and they offered him like I think it was 4 or 6 years 160 million. So if that's where they're starting, I don't think it goes over 250 to be honest with you. Trout's rookie year when he was 19,
0: he had a 220 batting average, a 281 on-base percentage, he slugged 390 for a 672 OPS. Mm-hmm. Um He then has gone on a tear where he's been one of the better players in the league for an extended period of time. Sure. Elite, everything else. Um, His first 1,000 OPS season was 2017. He made his break into the league in 2011. Soto has a 1,100 OPS season on the books already, Mm -hmm. and this second half has been similar to what his entirety of 2020 was. Um Actually, better this year in terms of on-base percentage, but worse in terms of slugging. Um, yeah, I mean Soto Soto looks like the better hitter between him and Trout. Now, I'm not saying better player necessarily because Soto is not necessarily as diverse of an athlete as Trout was at his prime. Trout, mm. young Trout, running in the outfield, snagging balls over the wall, doing all the stuff. Right, but Soto's bat is comparable at minimum to what Trout's is. And with that being the case, like, how are we not paying him with how much offense premium there is? And he's been playing in a league where he doesn't get to take a rest and just swing. Right? Trout wants a day where he wants to rest his legs. They could always DH him. Mm-hmm. How much does that help a guy's batting average over the course of the year? Well, I could have five, six, seven times where I DH. right? Is, is that all the time? No, but that's enough times that you go – yeah, Juan, Juan Soto to me is is truly special. The second half is proving it again. Um, he's another guy who woke up in the home run derby.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Pete Alonso woke up in the home run derby. Juan Soto woke up in the home run derby. So much for everybody saying that the home run derby breaks swings. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it when opened you're a pure power hitter. Yeah, it, it's, it's a it opened up, up a bunch of guys. Yeah, <laughs> I get to I get to in front of fans have to hit as hard as I can, mm-hmm. and I get some confidence built back up on myself. Let's let's go. Yeah, um, yeah, Juan's that guy. Juan's that guy, early, early pick it's, for early pick. Well, oh, That's like, going to be so back. interesting. This actually. circles all the way back to Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, in reality being is an is, infielder. Otani o- o- being an infielder. Remember that guys. <laughs> um, Otani o- 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 is the guy. It has to be the guy. I, I-, I tweeted last night like, Otani could have stopped playing three weeks ago, and he's a unanimous MVP candidate. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, you can have anything you want what he's doing as the pitcher for that team, and what he's had to do to carry that team alone. Vlad has got studs everywhere protecting him. Mm-hmm. The two best players coming into the season for the Angels haven't played.
2: Yep. Rendon and Trout have taken a vacation this year. Yep, and Trout's done for the year, unfortunately. Now that that's official, which sucks. We talked which about that. Which
0: is why he's my least favorite player in baseball. I know, I know.
2: Uh, I I, it sucks, forget. too, because like, I know we talked about this pre-show, and I want to make sure we get into it. Like Salvador Perez isn't even getting any love. Sally has and gotten no love. He'll be like third or fourth in MVP voting, and it's ridiculous. He has forty-four home runs. He's about to set the record for most home runs by a catcher in a single season, and he's just going to get glossed over. He's going to get like third, fourth votes in MVP, and we're just going to call it a year. And it's unbelievable what he's doing. So then
0: th- here's here's my here's my question. We'll give him some love right now, and we'll 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 run this up the flagpole for you. Who would you rather have? Peak Salvador Perez, mm-hmm. peak Mike, Mike Piazza. What's peak Mike Piazza statistically? Peak Mike Piazza is stupid good. Um, <laughs> peak Mike Piazza, uh, his best season actually was his 1997 season with the Dodgers. He had a 1,070 OPS, uh, and he hit 40 home runs. Salvador Perez this year has an 865 OPS, but 44 home runs. In my mind, I know the answer. The answer is I'd rather have Mike than Sal than Sally. Because even looking at it like objectively, Salvador Perez in his 10 years in the league, his batting average is 270. Mike Piazza in his million and a half years in the league, mm-hmm. uh, his batting average is 308. So that includes the fact that you have 35, 36, 37, 38 year old Mike Piazza Mm -hmm. and 37 year old Mike Piazza playing for the San Diego Padres, played in 126 games and hit 22 home runs with an 843 OPS. Piazza's so damn good and we forget about it. So good. So, such, such a great play. And like. Perez is going. Is this is, is Perez's best year,
2: actually? This is
0: Perez's best year from so, a home run standpoint. No, in general. No, his OPS in 2020 was
2: 986. Shortened year, but fine. I'm
0: with you. I listen. I, 1, but he had
2: ridiculously more RBIs than he's yep. ever had. And more he's hitting above his
0: average. Yep. Right. The more last pants. time he was a high batting average guy was when he was younger and he didn't have the pop. Right. And then as he as the league in 2014, he started switching from. I'm a guy who has a,
2: a high batting average, too. I'm going to try to slug the ball a little bit more. Yeah, you see it. <laughs> home runs go from 2013, 13, yeah. 17, 21, 22, 27, 27, 11, 44. Yeah, 11 in 37 games, 11 in right. 37 games, right. So that was a
0: guy who was on pace to try to hit another 40 home runs that year. Yep. Right? So, like, that's that's kind of my point. Uh, but to, to think about that, like, Pete, this Salvador Perez, like, I, I look at his numbers. I think that we, like, like, he definitely should be in the conversation, but the only reason we're super, super excited about the numbers he put up is because he's a catcher. Yeah. If we bypass the fact that he's a catcher, has he been an MVP? I mean, not not in the AL this year. I mean, even if he, <laughs> like, but my, my thing is, is that if you really look at it, really we're now tying on to the fact that he's got the home
2: runs. Right, but that's still, I mean, he's slugging the shit out of the ball. Like. Yeah,
0: but eight, eight, 865 OPS, like, if I pulled up who the OPSs are in the league, where where is he actually at? Where does he sit into into the, the actual power hitter numbers? Where does he line up? Because I would say that, like, just, just looking at a few different guys, we talked about George Springer before. George Springer's got an 898 OPS. Right. Right, like, yeah, Springer hasn't played, but he's got 17 home runs in 60 games. So, like, Sally's numbers are amazing for a catcher, and I think that's, again, we go back. If Derek Jeter, his numbers look great because he's a shortstop, right? But so, like, the position is leading us to believe that the season is X. Right. Um, but we got to remember,
1: Flagler Jr. is an infielder, right? Yes, he is. Salvi's not in the uh, top ten in OPS. Okay. So, again,
0: for a catch, one of the greatest catching seasons ever, not better than, than Piazza, but up there. Mm-hmm in that conversation and one of the best that we've seen since a peak maybe Buster Posey um, or uh, who's my man from Minnesota why am I blanking on his name now Joe Mauer Mauer right amazing but not, not Vlad Vlad's got the real argument for I'm about to put up all the numbers and get very
2: few votes he'll get votes from Toronto people
0: yeah, he'll get votes from probably AL East people.
2: Yeah, I think it'll be. I mean, has there been like co MVPs? There deserves to be no co MVP.
0: No co MVP is allowed. There is one person. It's not close. I will. I will hear none of the blaspheming about anybody <laughs> getting it with Otani, because again, it, it
2: comes I, down I, to I don't the, disagree with you.
0: It comes down to the balance of it. Otani yeah. has had to carry this by himself.
2: While doing, Vlad has been an today. amazing player.
0: Yeah, he has multiple All Stars covering his ass every every game. Mm-hmm. He plays in a division where you you play on little league fields. I love him. He's a stud. He's going to deserve to be in conversation. It's Shohei, and then it's everybody else. It's show, and I don't care. Shohei could go
2: O for the rest of the year. You give him the MVP. What is it? There's nothing more to say. Nothing more Guys, to say. thanks for listening to the episode. It's good to be back with the squad again. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. Leave us a comment who you think is going to be MVP. Who do you think is going to be the Cy Youngs? Let us know in the comments. And Google. am I crazy about Juan Soto, MVP 2022? Let us know. We'll see you next time. Next
1: time, guys. Baseball lifestyle. Baseball my lifestyle. <laughs>